3: good morning everyone i hope you're staying dry i'm dottie herman welcome to i am real estate as you most likely know real estate is the universal language everyone wants to know about it of course today we'll be joined by our co-host resident legal expert attorney Stephen ebert from the prestigious firm and Casson, and he'll always be morning,
4: Daddy.
3: good morning Stephen. And obviously, you always still on the latest legal developments in business and law. Um, You can tune into our show live every Saturday. Uh, This is only an hour show, so please stay tuned. And follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, at Batty Herman, or visit www.BattyHerman for the latest news and updates. Well, Steve, before I say anything about real estate how did you survive yesterday's rain
4: um well it was damp (laughs) to put it mildly (laughs) Um, you know i I make sure when i went into the office and and as you know Dottie, we have both offices in manhattan and in westchester and and i and i saw the building manager i'm like making sure you got all the right spots covered you know all the drains you know you know all the leaves covering drains removed outside because you don't want to drive your car through a pool because when you drive it could be a quarter of an inch no problem or it could be a foot of water which can ruin a car so um thankfully made it through everything no no problems in the offices or things like that and and you know dottie and and I know you know this but as a reminder and you know you hate bringing this up after a storm but it's so important when looking at a house you know people look at style and things like that of course condition on the inside but really understanding the topography, you know, is the house downhill or uphill? Where does it fit in the community? Even if your house is slightly uphill, is it downhill from something else and understanding where water is? Because it's really hard to fight water and gravity. when you have a storm like this.
3: Uh, yesterday, I mean, yesterday they declared a state of emergency for New York city, Long Island and Hudson Valley. And, um, they said that the National Emergency Ur- Weather Service said that New York declared Friday as the wettest calendar day in record history. And uh, Jersey said declared they had a state of emergency. They closed the state offices early. Uh, subways and trains were suspended as crews cleared water from the tracks. Roadways were closed. Uh I think LaGuardia Airport closed a couple of its terminals, at least one or two. And um, Kennedy, I don't know if they closed terminals, but they were, you know, if you had a flight out yesterday, you were delayed. And the storm dumped 2.5 inches of rain over the Brooklyn Navy or between 8 and 9. And I was just looking at the amount, and I don't know because I never paid attention to how much rainfall falls. But, I mean, it was like 8. To, you know, it's like, they were high numbers. It was really, uh, and again, different parts of the city were different. Some were completely flooded, some weren't. Uh, same thing with Long Island, but I don't know if you saw those cars. It reminded me of the hurricanes, where they were like,
4: it, no, cars
3: were just... Yeah, you saw was, them on the news.
4: It was terrible, Dottie, you know, and I, and there were some areas particularly not far from our office where rivers start swelling, so even if even if you have the right flow of water, if you're near certain rivers, when they have that kind of water, it just can't drain fast enough. You, there's, generally, for any residential area, you, you can't drain two and a half inches an hour. And on top of that, when you have just the, the nonstop and the ground can't absorb any more water, so it's just going to be a mud bowl um, in some places. Um, and, and so you know there's not much what you can do is except ride it out you know at that point and you know also for people just to be really careful if you see large pools of water you know be careful when you also have let's say a windy storm and if you have a down electric wire or something like that it, it can be a dangerous situation so you're better off you know going around it uh don't take that risk because you just don't know what's going on over there
3: and steve is there anything that you advise, like, in other words, if a client's looking at a property and let's assume it was on a ski hill, it was on the top, which sometimes is luxurious. I know that I knew a person who bought somewhere on Long Island, I think it was Laurel Hollow, Cold Spring, um, Cold Spring Hills, where it was on the top, it lied on the top of this high, high hill. It was a beautiful house, but it, it went straight down to, Twenty-seven, which is pretty much a fairly busy roadway, and I would always say, I'd be afraid if I had kids go out to the base. I mean, I think those are things that you just look at, and you know, they're not a problem for certain people. If they are for others, it's just something. But you know, we did have kind of a one. Of them, I mean, I've never seen rain like. Have you ever seen rain like this?
4: I mean, this this was this was intense. I mean, this this is a once every couple of years, custom in volume. But I'll tell you, Dottie. Actually, yesterday, if you could, if you're willing to fight through, it's a great day to inspect a property. If you know, you know what I mean. If, if you look at the house and you and yeah. you're like, "Wait a minute, that house is dry as <laughs> a bone in a storm like this." Sold. I want that one. <laughs> um, if you you're can, right.
3: if you if can make it anything, If there's any leaks if there's anything, it's certainly going to show now. And if you don't have anything going on that made it through that that rain that it looks pretty good. (laughs) So that's really uh, exactly. And you Exactly,
4: and you can see exactly where things drain and so forth. Um, But, you know, a a couple of other quick things to, you know, keep in mind. Um, You know, I'd say one, your insurance. I know we've had, you know, the Conti's on who are terrific. Make sure you have an insurance agent, not just a 1-800 number. And I know we're going to get into things like that in a little bit later in the show, just in general, but having a point of contact is so important because when you have a storm like this, really understanding how insurance deductibles work, and sometimes you may have one deductible, but there's other limitations for storms and wind damage, really just walking that through with your agent, because what's so sad is so many times... I I hear these conversations with people saying, oh, if only somebody told me, oh, I thought this was covered. I didn't realize there was an exception here. Just because you have an insurance policy doesn't mean, great, 100%, no matter what. There is some fine print. And really take the time when you get a policy, get your insurance agent on the phone and say, just rattle off a few questions. What happens if a tree falls down? What happens if there's a storm? Is it rain? Is it a leak? the difference between an imminent action versus just something wearing out. Does that affect my coverage differences? And also, if I do have damage and I'm covered, how does it really work? You know, can I just repair it myself? Do I have to call an adjuster? You really want to know how that works when you're getting the policy, not after a rainstorm like this.
3: Well, you know, you're so correct. I I was on, I, th- I think I was half living alone, half in the city at the time, as was in Hurricane Sandy, that we got really hit badly. And, um, downtown New York was like, forget it. Um, actually, I did the show. I begged them, because everything was closed down, I begged them to let me go on the air. And I got down to the studio, which is by the World Trade Center. And, um, I gave all. I took all my offices that did have electricity and I gave everyone a list of them. I also put it in the papers and I said, go in, you know, charge your cell phones up, or get coffee, get food because we were wiped out. However, being on Long Island, if I remember correctly, Long Beach was like devastated. It was just demolished. And what happened is people when they were fighting the insurance, and first of all, it can take a while, okay? Some of them said, well, no, that wasn't hurricane damage. That was wind damage. That wasn't water damage. That was wind damage. And truthfully, not being an insurance agent, until I witnessed that going on and I had friends, I had a friend that had a, a home it just floated away. Uh, mm. And then I had other friends that had, you know, Claims because their houses were like a mess. And if they didn't have, if they had water damage, then the insurance company could fight them and say, well, that wasn't water damage. This was caused by the wind. So I'm not an insurance person. So I don't want to tell you, you know, any knowledge. I don't have the knowledge, but I think your point is so well taken. You really should take a look at your policy and make sure you know what it really covers and what it doesn't.
4: And, Dottie, you know, this, this issue happens again and again. You know, sometimes people say, oh, we learned from the last storm. You know the big storm that happened last year in Florida on the West Coast? Oh,
3: yeah, yeah.
4: So it was amazing. So, so uh, amazingly in a sad way, you had all these firms that had realized, oh, I'm going to learn from the last one. I'm going to have hurricane, you know, water damage, things like that. And they did not pay the extra for the wind coverage. You know, the wind damage, exactly what you talked about right now. And that is many times separate. Um, it is whether, you know, they separate wind damage, and, and they weren't covered a number of these businesses, and they thought they were covered. So understanding wind damage is a big one.
3: Yeah, let's think for me, I mean, I just assumed like, if you had a hurricane or some huge storm or something, that, that if you had water damage, it was covered. Until that hurricane hit, and I saw so many people that were fighting, and, you know, the insurance said it was wind, and they said, no, it's water, and, you know, I don't, you know, it went back and forth. So it's really good, you know, to to really get your insurance person and make sure that you know what it covers, what it doesn't, and most important, the replacement cost, if you had to build your house all over again, do you know that probably and I don't know I'm going back now to the nineties I think. But there was some hurricane, I don't remember what the name of it was. But in in the Hamptons, on one side is the, you know, sound and the other side is the ocean in West West Hampton. The ocean and the sound merged and the roads you know, on, on the side of the roads, the houses just floated away. And if you owned a house there, okay, you're, you couldn't not only you couldn't get to it; half the houses floated away. You saw them in the water, and um, people were fighting because they could not get to their house. And many of them didn't have a house anymore, and they were still paying property taxes. Now I don't remember how it ended up. I have to find out. But I know they had to get attorneys and everything, and I don't know how that, you know, it's like a cliffhanger, but I will find out for you. But in other words, they couldn't get to their properties. Some of their properties were gone, and then they, but they still had real estate taxes to pay. And I don't know if they won that case or not, so I don't know. But it's an interesting thing.
4: Yeah, yeah no, it, 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 it's, a, it's an important thing. And then the other thing is also... You know, when you're, when you're at home and, and, and if you're, there is an issue going on, you know, do what you can to try to mitigate the damage. But also, if you're doing that, take photos, right? Because what you also want to do is for the, and I, and I know this is a crazy thing to think about. I have water coming in, and what I want to do is take photos of it. T- take some photos. Everyone has a cell phone, and every cell phone has a camera nowadays. Just take a couple of photos, a couple of videos, so that way, even as you're trying to deal with it, to really show what happened and to mitigate things.
3: That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Even when you're selling your home, I always tell people, sometimes you'll go in the basement of somebody's home and, you know, they're selling it, and you'll see in the cement, even if it's not finished, you'll see lines, like, you know, in the cement in the, in the, in the, in the basement, you'll see lines which look like water, that there was water damage. So, you know, those are things that, that you get an engineer for. And, you know, the, the owner might have had water damage and fixed it. So, um but those are always things to look for. That's another thing that I just want to say. And one day I'm going to do a show, uh, not the whole show on it, but on just really what to do, why you should always have your property inspected by, you know, an appraiser and why you should, uh, you know, an engineer, uh, you know, who comes in and why you should, If you're the buyer of the house you should be there with the engineer and have an engineers report and let them explain it to you because if you ever see an engineers report if you ever see an engineers report then you would see that if you have a brand new house there's going to be a million things I don't know what's going on but something's going on but in any event
4: I want to say one last thing on this point before I know we're going to switch gears. Uh, For next week's show, I'll have a whole update on it. But there is a new law that just went into effect in the last week, which takes effect in March of next year on property disclosures. And it's really, for New York, it's a game changer for when you're selling your home. So really, next week, I'll have that all put together to have an analysis of new law. But it really moves the mark on a lot of these issues. You definitely don't want to miss it if you're going to sell your home in the near future.
3: Oh, yeah, you want to, You don't want to miss that. That's really interesting because, you know, I mean, briefly, Steve, before the break, just currently tell, tell our sellers and our buyers, well, I mean, if you're a seller, the law currently tells you to disclose certain things, correct?
4: Well, so not so much. So basically, New York law is very much what we call, you know, caveat tour, buyer beware. It's very much on the buyer. Do your due diligence. You investigate. You investigate. And if you miss it, generally too bad on you. Um, that's really been the historic approach. Um, you know, there was a law, a dis- uh, Disclosure Act that was put into effect, but it really didn't do much. That law was just changed, and it really moves some things around. So I'm going to talk about that, what that means, and what the, you know, how that risk has shifted, and it's going to be a different environment, particularly for sellers, on what they need to be mindful of. So it's going to be a very different world in six months from now. Oh,
3: you're not going to want to miss that show. <laughs> I certainly. I- because it's going to be a big game changer. You're right. So you won't, you won't want to miss that because, you know, you, you really need to disclose things that are false and she will give you an idea of what you must disclose, um, to a, a buyer. Okay. Uh, like you said, it's kind of a loose now. So with saying that, you know, we started talking about in, in artificial intelligence and, uh, I just want to say, if you have not, if you have not, you know, examined artificial intelligence, you should, because it is amazing. We've been using it for a while, okay? But it's really come more mainstream, and I have all of the predictions of how we think that we're going to be using it even further. So I'm going to do that after the break. but I just wanted you to know, the U.S. housing market, I thought this is, is now worth, listen to this, a record $52 trillion, that's by Zillow. The total value of the U.S. housing market is 49% higher, higher than before the pandemic. I mean, that is pretty big. Over the past year, the value of the U.S. housing market surged by more than $2.6 trillion. And, you know, I just think that's amazing. Uh, amazing that the, and now, you think it was all the pandemic?
4: I, I think there's so many pieces to unpack, and it's fascinating to unpack with that statement. I think you've seen building that's been going on. You've seen that new construction coming online. Um, I, I think you're also seeing the emergence of other neighborhoods. That have really grown and the variety of housing, and also the understanding of it as a stable asset class with inflation. I know, Dottie, we're coming up to a break, but I think this is a great topic to just give a little more insight on right when we come back.
3: Okay, we'll finish We'll be right back.
5: Bay Ridge Honda is kicking off the fall season by saving you $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease and purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. They have been your family-owned and operated dealer for over 60 years. Your Honda dealer serving the five boroughs. Browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles and over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award winning dealership. And right now, get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on Select new 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus, you're going to receive $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your next car with them. Even if you don't buy from Bayridge Honda, they will buy your car from you. So visit Bayridge Honda at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn or online at BayridgeHonda.com. Available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. Ends 9 30 2023. Both houses of Congress are considering legislation that will impact your favorite talk shows and news updates. The
4: AM Radio for Everyone Vehicle Act would ensure that auto manufacturers will not eliminate AM radio from the dashboards of future car models. Over 80 million Americans, men and women just like you, depend on
2: AM radio for news, severe weather updates, various debates on talk shows, and local information that's essential for public safety. When a disaster strikes or lives are threatened by
4: wildfires in places from California to the Northeast, AM radio is often the only lifeline a community has. You have the power to make a real difference. The AM radio for every vehicle act is H.R. 3413 in the U.S. House and Senate Bill 1669 in the
2: U.S. Senate. Please contact your senator and congressman asking them to support this vital legislation
4: to keep AM radio in the dashboards of American cars now and forever.
6: For 25 years, Invite Health has been leading the way in wellness with our extensive line of dietary supplements. With our brand-new state-of-the-art website, we now offer new everyday low prices. Save even more with our brand-new subscription plan. Stay tuned to learn about new and exciting offers and services. Remember, free shipping on orders over $35. We have made it our business to support you in your health journey. From everyday health tips to detailed genetic testing, Invite Health has a team of experts to help you achieve your health goals. Reach out to us now to speak to one of our nutrition experts or to schedule a consult by calling 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345 or go to invitehealth.com. Contact Invite Health today to learn more about getting healthy and staying healthy. 800-673-2345 or go to invitehealth.com.
0: Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life, from health and wellness to professional development to personal well-being. Changemakers join me to share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Take time for yourself. Tune into Conversations with Joan every Sunday night at 10 p.m. on AM 970 The Answer. For more information, visit CYACYL.com.
1: The Orange are off to an impressive 4-0 start. And now conference play begins as ACC power Clemson comes to the Dome Saturday. Orange pregame at 11, kickoff at noon on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University football.
2: Tune in today at 11 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer.
0: Listen to AM 970, The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com.
2: Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair
3: of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. I'm here with Stephen Ebert, the attorney and myself, and we're going to be talking about artificial AI. But Steve, you were in the middle of finishing up a conversation right before the break.
4: Yeah, I think we were you know, just going over you know, trying to put together the few things we had um, with, with the legal changes that we're going to have with the property condition disclosures uh, that were going on. It's really just going to be moving the bar a bit back and forth um, you know, between buyer and seller, and re- really it's an important thing. Um, to keep in mind who's liable, what's being disclosed, and to make sure these disclosures are correct. Because if you get them wrong, you think you have a closing and you're done, and people might come back afterwards. Um, but I know we have a lot of interesting stuff in the AI area that we want to tackle.
3: Well, I, I just I want to tell everybody that if you have it, um, if you have an iPhone, I'm not sure if you, what you'd use if you don't have an iPhone. But if you go on to go on to artificial intelligence, you'll find that DHAP and then you'll see chat GPT and then there's like four or five different versions of them. Um, there's an assistant, there's one that you pay for, but the one that I would start off with is the one that's free and it's free. And if you download it, uh, It'll answer any questions that you want. And just to to give you uh, an interesting thing, yesterday I was fooling around. I was writing the radio show, and I I wrote. I I asked this question. I said, "I have a real estate, a radio real estate show every week, and uh, I was thinking of doing this topic. What do you think?" And uh, I, I said, I was thinking of doing the future of real estate. What do you think? Now, I asked this to the app. That's free. I didn't pay for the app. And it, the, it, it said, ChatGPP said, that sounds like a great topic for your radio show. The future of residential real estate can encompass various aspects, such as emerging trends in housing design, sustain, sustainable technology integration, and market prediction. You should also discuss how factors like remote work and changing demographics are impacting the industry. Is there a specific angle or question you'd like to explore in this discussion? Okay. I mean, it's like amazing. Okay. And um, then it went on and I, you know, I asked a ton of questions and I don't want to get too, too technical, but incorporating AI, artificial intelligence, uh, you can do uh, AI's role in the real estate industry, okay? You can do a power property search, and a driven platform can analyze the user's preferences, budget, location. You can do predictive analytics, which discuss how AI is used for predictive analytics in real estate markets. It can analyze historical data, market trends, and external factors like changes in transportation and infrastructure. It's important to know. Um, For example, when they built the Second Avenue train, I mean, that increased values immediately. Um, Chatbots and virtual assistants, AI-powered chatbots. And virtual assistants are increasingly used in the real estate industry to answer common questions. Now, you know, you can ask this thing any question. Property management, well, they streamline that. And I've even noticed—I was telling Steve before the show—in my building, in my apartment, it knows when I leave. You know, it just knows when I leave, and it—it it, like because when I come back, my heat has already been turned down. I didn't touch it. I left it on. And uh, it, it 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 does that. It just turns on the heat. It can save you a lot of money. Uh, a lot of the newer programs you can program them, but that's really a big savings. It can give you AI can assist sellers by providing accurate price estimates for their properties based on various factors, and that will help you set a competitive price. Even though you're that was by no means taking the agent out of the equation, but the agent even has more tools to use, and you can also do it, you know, not that I think you should sell your house yourself, but you can go on and, you know, just double-check all that information. It analyzes the risk associated with the real estate investment. Uh, it, well, that was what Steve was talking about. It evaluates the potential for properties averages due to national disasters. It goes on and on. Market Insights. Um, so ethical considerations, it goes on and on, but I asked what are the trends in real estate? Now I do know some of them, but it says substantiality, sustainability and green buildings, which is happening now There's a growing emphasis on eco-friendly and energy efficient homes. Smart homes, the adoption of smart homes, technology continues to rise with features like automation, security systems, and energy management, becoming more common in residential properties. And I see the new houses usually have those systems in them, the new construction. Uh, If you don't have a system like that with your heat where it turns it on and off, um, I would look into it. It could save you a lot of money work from home flexibility the shift to remote work has influenced housing preferences with many employees seeking dedicated home offices or flexible space so you know like i said when you're selling your home kind of leave it open get rid of the junk get rid of some of the furniture that you might love but you don't need let it be more open and let people see how they can utilize space differently it says the COVID nineteen pandemic accelerated the trend of people moving from densely populated urban areas to suburban or rural locations. Now that was an immediate panic. I think it's calmed down now. But it's still with, with, with it's changed working every day, so if you work remotely you probably could live, live further. Well focused designs. And I it goes on and on. Why the bill to rent? And the uh, virtual tours and the virtual tours of the future, you know, I know if you go on a virtual tour now, you go through the house, but the virtual tours of the future, you'll be able to walk into the house. Now, I never recommend ever, ever, ever buying a home that you didn't go to. Not for the reasons that you can't, okay, but the, the new virtual tours will. You'll be able to walk into the rooms, you'll be able to touch the floors, touch the feel, touch the furniture. Um, The only reason I say that you should see it, you really need to ride by the area, see what the area is like. If you're thinking of commuting Um, and maybe you say, well, I don't have to You want to see how long that takes, right?
4: Absolutely, and I want to add a very, very important point because this is starting to happen and I see this with some frequency already and what I call augmented reality, you are seeing now on many broker websites where they show pictures and then you read the fine print where they basically, instead of paying for staging furniture, they actually have electronically produced staging in pictures. They take a picture of the property and then they will put in, basically they'll design it like an interior designer might and post that to give people a sense of what it could look at. And I think that's a good idea. It helps people cuz some people have more imagination with the property than others. But be very careful. You got to go visit because you need to know am I looking at reality or potential reality with that property. Very very important.
3: Yeah. I don't, I don't care what anyone tells you. And again, every, everything's an opinion. And of course, you're in charge. So if you're buying a house and you want to buy it without, you know, or maybe you know the area. But the point is, like I said, I think that you need to see not only the house. You want to see drive around. You want like, and if it's further from home, you want to drive that drive. You know, you have to go to work during traffic and make sure that you can handle it. Uh, now they're building co-living and co-working spaces. Their living and working spaces are becoming much more prevalent, catering to young professionals and digital nomads looking for affordable and and uh, you know things that are flexible, rise to build to rent. Now listen to this, and I think this okay, is an. Daddy, can I just
4: say one? I'm sorry to interrupt. Can I just say one thing right. on the co-living? It, it's it, it always I always get a, a, an enjoyable laugh when when I see certain trends because it's amazing how things come back. It's sort of like the Stan Smith Adidas sneakers. Uh, I was I saw one of my nieces was wearing them, and I'm like, "You're the third iteration of that sneaker." They're like, "Really?" I'm like, "That was big when we were kids, and we were like, and that was a that was a bring back back then." I think about the co living, and remember all think about all the time in the '70s where warehouse space was being reconverted for artist loft co workspace, and it's it's amazing yeah. how these trends disappear and they come back again in in a, in a different way but the concepts out there again and again
3: it's like this and it always comes back they just change it a little so you have to buy new things um I would some of the emerging trends in real estate and uh we're going to also talk about uh, way, one will take huge for television.
0: AM 970 The Answer is bringing Dr. Lederman's expertise in alternative cancer treatments to prime time every Monday night at 7. Dr. Lederman is triple board certified in radiation oncology, medical oncology, and internal medicine. And is the first physician to perform non-invasive body radio surgery in the Western Hemisphere. On an outpatient basis, no hospitals, no cutting, no bleeding. Radio surgery takes minutes, is painless, non-invasive, and usually very well tolerated. Join Dr. Lederman Monday night at 7 on AM 970 The Answer.
2: two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code P. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com, call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code JOEP to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets.
1: This decade is looking like the worst one to retire or be retired in. Now, more than ever, you need to stay ahead of turbulent markets and money grubbing politicians. That's why you need Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch has been helping Americans invest, protect, and grow their assets. A Retirement Watch subscription gives you must have advice on all aspects of your retirement. Independent advice you won't get anywhere else. When you subscribe to Retirement Watch, you'll get three months of Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch newsletter. You'll also get Bob's Five model portfolios and five free reports, including the hidden rules of retirement, hidden real estate tax bombs to avoid, cashing in on Congress's three hundred fifty thousand dollars retirement shocker, plus two more free reports, and an exclusive conference call with Bob Carlson answering your retirement questions. The newsletter, Free Reports, the Conference Call, all for just 1995. Sign up today at Your RetirementWatch.com. Your retirementwatch.com. That's your retirementwatch.com.
5: Hi, folks, it's Arthur Idala of The Power Hour every night here on AM 970 at 6 p.m. We try to bring you a lot of fun, a lot of energy with a lot of facts, a lot of inside scoop from the courtroom and from the streets of the city of New York with our special guests and our regular co hosts Sam Bellino, Joni, Alex, and whoever happens to be walking around the office. Tune in weeknights at 6 p.m.
0: Did you listen to our podcasts? Hear them now on our website at am970theanswer.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
2: Two things that hit a family budget the hardest, the price of gas and of groceries. Let us ease that pain at the pump when you enter the
0: The $18,000
2: Gas and Groceries Giveaway. The grand prize winner gets $10,000 in gift cards for gas and groceries. Three first prize winners each get $1,000 gift cards, and ten second prize winners will get $500 gift cards for gas and groceries. That's $18,000 total. To enter, go to am970theanswer.com.
5: I feel so stuck. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Dial 988, then press 1 to call.
2: Continuing with Ion on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Ion on Real Estate, the Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman.
3: I'm back. I'm here with Stephen Ebert, and we're just giving you some of the future trends of AI. And as we went through a couple of them uh as we said some trends come back. One of them going forward and it's an emerging trend is multi generational living. Families are increasingly choosing homes that accommodate multiple generations under one roof, reflecting a desire for closer family ties and cost sharing. Now I kind of when I remember when I was really young, you know, families kind of lived close and everybody kinda of moved away. So that's a trend that's starting to come back. Um, then, rise of build to rent, and developers are building single-family homes and townhouses specifically for the rental market, providing tenants with the benefits of home ownership without the commitment. Well, that's an interesting one. Obviously, we're always working on affordable housing because, uh, you know. Now, Steve, uh, they say that virtual tours and remote transactions – Technology has streamlined the home buying process with virtual property toys, which we know, e-signatures, and online transactions becoming more common. Are you seeing that?
4: Um, pieces of it, but it, but the idea that someone might think that I might get a couple of documents to click and sign and be done, th- that is not the status of closings, and I would be really concerned if that's how it became. Real estate you know, is a unique asset and historically and still to this day is one of the most valuable assets that one can own. And there are so many cases of fraud and there's always a balance. There is always a balance between convenience and protection. And, you know, it's interesting, had a conversation just yesterday at one of the closings that that we had, one of my clients is a very, very big, um, person in the area of data security and mobile operations. And we're, it was interesting, he was talking about, you know, mistakes that can be made, right? When you think about it, Dottie, how many times do you get software patches on your phone? Update the operating system. Make sure you update it because you have this virus and that bug that's out there that can affect your phone, right? How, how many times do you see that?
3: Well, not that that, you know, every time I look, I have, you know, risk and I have my passwords and every, like every couple of weeks, I take a look and it'll say this password's at risk. This is breached. And so then I was, Oh, I have to change all the passwords again. I mean, you know, look for all the good. Cause I say to my, my daughter and my, well, I'm not even my daughter. She had to go to the library still too, but my granddaughter, I'm like, cause, oh, I I, 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 I can get my homework. She, you know, she, see you know, they don't have to go to the library. They can get all the information online and stuff. Where we had to go to the library, so things change. Uh, and with laws change, you know, there's good and there's bad, and you have to be aware. It but changed. I tell, it, stay on top yeah, of it.
4: You got, you got to stay on top. But also, you know, I, I think you can't mess with somebody's home, right? I mean, to me, if you said to somebody, hey, you're spending all this money. I mean, you talked about, Dottie, how much the value of real estate in the United States went up, right? You're talking about your home you're going to be in for years. Would you rather spend one time, one extra hour at a closing and know you're done? Or would you rather have to get updates? Oh, wait, you know what? We thought it was done. This is a risk. That's a risk. This might happen. That You'd be like, I just bought my house. Like, I don't want to get... You know, I don't want an operating system update on my house ownership, right? So I would say it's worth having a little more inconvenience, so to speak, at your closing, so it's done and it's done right, um, than having a problem later, because it will be an expensive problem later.
3: When I started the business, every closing was done in person, for the most part, unless somebody was out of town, and then they gave power of attorney to someone. To me... I like that, you know, if there's things that come up and there's issues, you can kind of work them out. Um, But I always believe, and I've always believed this, okay? When it comes to one of the largest investments, you need to have an attorney, but not just an attorney. And I'm not giving you, uh, you know, Steve, I think you're one of the brightest guys I know. Uh, And I think you're one of the also best people I know. But I don't say this because you're an attorney. real estate attorney i really just think it's like anything else if i was going for a divorce i'm not going to use a real estate attorney not that he doesn't know the basis of the legal system but i'm going to use somebody that specializes in divorces and a lot of people just use you know they have a son-in-law or they have somebody and i really think a little mistake and it's happened to me i won't get into it where really could cost you a lot of money. You should go with the experts. That's what they do. Everyone thinks it's really so easy until there's a mistake the that costs them a lot of money.
4: Absolutely. And, it's not- and again, it's the same. And I, it's funny you know, the, the, how things come full circle. I, I view a law a lot like insurance, right? It's easy to just, when there's not a problem, it doesn't matter if your agreement has holes in it you see how good the agreement is when a problem presents itself you know and that's really the same thing and there's the stuff you don't even know right you don't even know what about the so i mean Dottie, we had two closings yesterday that i had in the rain i mean we had the agents going by the moving trucks were delayed by hours and making sure everything was moved out in the right condition getting it done you couldn't do that if somebody was far flung and you couldn't communicate with them and making sure people had the ability to see that the condition is right. I mean, that's just one element. There's so many different versions, uh, you know, of that. But, you know, look, I, I think technology is a great tool in your tool belt, right? If, you know, it, it's sort of like you need a hammer for a nail, a screwdriver for a screw. Technology, is another tool in that tool belt which is really very helpful but it it doesn't replace you know everything and um and look you got to be and you got to be careful i i gotta say people what they're really missing and look maybe this is the lawyer stick in the mud you know kind of personality but you got to be careful people are surrendering their privacy like crazy like crazy they don't read these agreements they don't know They're using certain applications for free. Where's the data? If they can track you on your movements to save you on the heating and air conditioning bill and they can have the same company give you live traffic directions and the same one having an automatic open or or closed locking system, they also know exactly where you are and what you're doing. And if you get a malicious person, how do they can capture that information? So It's a lot for the average person, but make sure you find your comfort level on the balance of convenience and savings versus privacy and safety, because there really is a balance there. And because it's such a brave new world for most of us, we're all sort of figuring this out.
3: Yeah, I would love to. We won't have time today, but I would love to talk about that, because that really is I mean, like, I don't know how to avoid it. Maybe you have some ideas because everything you do, you're tracked. I know everything about you and that's fine. But, but there's always bad, there's always bad people somewhere around. And I've been hacked. I don't know how many times. So I, I don't, I don't know what you can do about it. It's something that we, I'd love to discuss with you when we have a little more time, we don't have an hour. So because I think that. You said it, it's a brave new world. It really is. By the way, um, just somebody had sent me a, a question and they said, Dottie, uh, what are the popular colors in homes? And, uh, you know, now again, unless you want to paint your home every year, unless you want to refurnish it every year, uh, which I don't think any of us want to do, you know, I'm a person that sticks with the basics, as, as, which is still in, by the way. Neutral tones, shades of gray, beige, and white remain popular for their versatility and ability to create a calming atmosphere. And remember, when you're selling your home, you might like hot pink, or maybe for a bedroom, maybe a kid's bedroom, or you might like a certain color. But when you're selling your home, you want to appeal to the masses, and you can assess the rising color. I say do your home the paint, and mostly in a neutral. You might do an accent wall differently. Um, nature inspired colors, okay, are very in. Earthy tones, such as muted greens, warm terracottas and soothing blues can bring a sense of nature indoors. Blues and greens, these colors, when used in various shapes, can create calming and serene Ambiance, making them popular choices for bedrooms and living areas. I guess everyone so much is going on in the world that when you you know i I'm a tourist. so if you know anything about a tourist sign home, I love my home. and my home, whether it be tiny and I've lived in the tiniest of places, it has to feel like me because my whole world is chaotic when I'm out. So when I come home, I want my space, whether it's 800 feet or 2,000 feet, I want it to feel like me and be comfortable. So you want to keep that in mind. Bold accents are big, bold and contrasting, accent colors, such like deep blues, emerald greens, rich burgundies. Maybe used sparingly, to, which is what I said, for an accent, wall, a wall, or to create a little drama, um, and to give a personality. Metallics are in, finishes like brass, copper, and gold can add a touch of luxury. Ultimately, though, color choices in homes depends on your preference, um, and the desired mood and atmosphere for each home. So that's up to your call. But when you're selling a home, uh, you want to, as I said, click, I say it every week. Take stuff that you don't need, you know, put it in storage if you want to keep it. Put it maybe a friend's basement or something. But you want to show the house as, as big as, as, you know, as big as you can. And a lot of things are now with wellness, you know. But the truth is, you know, Steve, I have friends that home. Now, home is the back end again. I was reading saunas the back end. I have a house that's probably 45 years old that had a sauna in it. Ask me how many times I used it.
4: Um, I'm going to say single digits.
3: <laughs> Correct.
4: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> Correct. Okay, I was like, oh, this now I read. I, and I think know. it was either it was either the Times or the Wall Street Journal. The home section had a big article on saunas, and they're back in. Well, like you said before, whether it's closed, whatever, everything back. But the you know the home sales, yeah. which were the biggest thing, and I still see houses with it. I'm just curious. I don't have one, so I don't know. How many times do people think that they use their whole theaters? I don't know. I I don't know.
4: I'm going to ask it a different way. How many times am I successful getting my kids off their cell phones and tablets so we can actually watch a movie together? Forget about the screen we're watching it on. To actually rally them? Uh, you know what? If if all I gotta say is if you if you can get all your kids together to actually sit down and watch a movie together in a home theater, you need to call into our show. We need to have a a quick five minute segment on parenting advice. Because <laughs> I'll take it.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a different world. You know, when I grew up, like you didn't have a million TVs, and the family watched. this. I remember watching the them with my mom and dad. When I was a little kid, they would put on Ed Sullivan. I think it was on Sundays. Stop dating myself, but that's you know there was times, but then that all changed. So I think that's good. If you if you do know the secret, please call us and tell us because we all can learn from that. Um. So. With AI, what's your feeling on it? It's going to be constantly evolving. And one of the things I just want to keep in mind, it's like a story that I tell about my dad. You know, obviously, when he was young, he didn't have a dishwasher. My mom died when I was only 10. So when we were a little older, we bought my dad. uh No, we had a dishwasher. We bought him a microwave oven or something like that. He never used it because he just wasn't used to it. And so what I'm trying to say is as things evolve, you know, age is not about only age and years. It's about a mindset. You're not going to be an expert. I don't try to be an attorney. I don't try to be an accountant. I don't try to be an appraiser. Okay, but I'm smart enough to know what I don't know and to use the people that are experts. But I have like an understanding of the big picture. Does that say it right? You want you don't want to like get lost i was like, well, you don't even know what's going on, because the world has really changed a lot.
4: You know, it's changed a lot. It, 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 there's just more and more stuff to know, and, and it's really the, the the volume and velocity of change is is phenomenal. On a on a whole, it, it's never changed this much this fast, and, and you know, as before. Um, but you know, it's you know, it, it's all about it being tools to help you. You know, if you like to cook and you think microwaves really take out the flavor, then don't use it. If it's helpful, you know, then use it. And I think that's how you need to look at technology. I mean, you can go crazy buying every possible gadget or just say to yourself, this is what I need, and I'm going to slowly piece by piece build and use things that just help me. And, you know, and there's also fun in doing things yourself, too. So I think it's a win-win. It's a buffet, and take what you want from it.
3: And we'll be back next
0: week. Love you all. The preceding hour of programming paid for by DTHY Realty Incorporated.